What's happening? <laughs> Nothing. I'm exhausted. Why? What happened? It was a it was a night of really shitty sleep. Uh, spurred on by what? Or almost almost no sleep. Are you kidding? I mean, there was some, but just a lot of like intermittent waking up. I think I finally just threw in the towel and was like, screw it, I'm up around like 340. Oof. Ouch. <laughs> so you didn't sleep until that point much? You didn't sleep much then? No, I mean, I fell asleep early-ish, you know, like nine-ish, 930, something like that. And then That's woke up. That's pretty normal for me. <laughs> me too. But it is early. And then um, woke up probably like around 11.30. And then it was like, like just sleep for a few minutes, wake up, sleep, wake up. Oh, what's going on? I don't know. I mean, all this stuff, right? You know, I think you, I think, um, I think one thing I need to do is I tend to answer these things and dig in at night, which is probably not the best idea because it's very, you know, mentally stimulating to think through these things and kind of dig in. Um, I guess there's one part of it being getting things out of your head and, and on the paper. And there's something that's supposed to be kind of relieving to some extent about that. But I think with, with some of these things, like the thoughts don't stop. Right. So I'd be writing all night. <laughs> How wonderful. Could be, you know, but, but maybe, maybe I start the process earlier in the day. I mean, I cherish sleep. Sleep is something I've worked extremely hard to, um, to improve on like good sleep mechanics. And, and uh, so I don't want to, yeah, you know, I don't. I don't want to mess with that. Oh God, no, no, not at all. Actually, it made me think because I, you know, I generally journal before bed, but it's very much like a set journal exercise of letting go of the day, so not necessarily inviting any new thoughts in. So right. be like, um, what do I need to let go of today in order to like go into a new day tomorrow? Um, do I owe anyone any amends? So is there anyone I need to apologize to? Or like, did my behavior negatively affect someone or myself? And like, can I make that apology now? And then gratitude. Mm. And I think that's probably, you know, and once again, and I keep going on about this, it's one of the 12 step things. So it's like step 10 of the 12 steps. So it's not necessarily something that I came up with myself, but um, it definitely does help me set up. But sleep for me, Oh my gosh, I cannot function as a human. I'm like a little toddler if I don't sleep. I'm a, I'm awful. Truly awful. Yeah. Yeah, awful. I don't I'm not sharp. I mean, who knows what I'll say here. It Perfect. may not make any I'm sense. I'm so excited when you take me thing you hadn't slept. <laughs> Let, less well, I think it's going to be less profound <laughs> and just more like what do you say that's not very articulate? Well, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Uh so I mean, but, how do you uh, feel after yesterday, after sharing stuff that you hadn't previously shared on the podcast yesterday? Is yeah, that you maybe know, impacting it? I mean, listen, you know, maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, I think, I think in terms of that situation, that's like scratching the surface. So there's still a ton to think about, you know, share whatever there, but yeah, you know, I think, I think that was definitely something. Well, I think I told you afterwards, you know, I've, I have probably written who knows how many social media posts surrounding like suicide awareness month or those kinds of things that you know something that I guess I just was never ready to do like I would have them written and then I'm like no not gonna send this out and then I just would leave it and then you know I think this was 2000 very beginning of 2009 so it's been a lot of years it's been a lot of years but it's still there right I mean, something like that can't just go away ever. I don't think it'll, it'll never go away. Never. You know, there's, there's, there are, there are things. Yeah, I mean, that's the type of thing that the that image will be burned into, you know, my brain forever. That's something I'll never lose. But, you know, but it, I don't know. Yeah, I know you're tired, so we don't have to dig into that anymore today. Um, I have to tell you, I'm kind of impressed with the course we are, this 21-day challenge we're writing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, explain so, what 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 do you mean by that? So okay, so we are creating this. We create twenty one day challenges, right? I have we have a twenty one day sugar free challenge. We are doing and and we like to experience everything for ourselves. And I don't want to speak for both of us, but it's kind of like a team effort. So I also don't want to just be like me. Right. So that's why I'm using that language, just so you know. Um, so the twenty one day living authentically challenge. We decided so like spur of the moment that this is something that we should just do right and i would like to say divine intervention 100 so decided to to create this 21 day living authentically challenge and go through it ourselves to see if it works before we put out the challenge to other people who may be interested in joining Hmm. um and so writing the content the daily content as we go along Mm-hmm. And okay, so here's the thing, like a lot of the stuff we need to move around and shift around. A lot of the themes are repetitive. We are on day five or six. I'm not so sure anymore, but five. I am doing the work. And so I today I, I've been doing it in the mornings. Today I did day five's questions. Oh, my God. It blew me out the water. I was literally like, wow, I don't know these very basic questions oh those were hard questions yes basic but i'm like yeah i i 100 agree with those questions i do think like you're you know to go back just a, a minute and um talk about the 21 day challenges and this this challenge uh, you know in particular um there is something very 
interesting about the N of one exper experiment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where totally. And it's cool because I think with us doing this first and then making it an available 21 day challenge, like, well, then it's it's our N of one experience experiment, right? So I have mine, you have yours going through this. And then other people will be able to do the same thing. And and it's interesting too, because I even think about your other course, the sugar-free course, right? Like I think anything you do as a challenge, and I think 21 days is great because of this idea of building habits, but I think anything you do that is a challenge, that it will be a challenge to you. And you get to see how you face that challenge day to day. And then lessons away from that challenge goes into being authentic like you're like the authentic you right like you are going to learn something about yourself your beliefs your values your needs all of those things with any challenge you know what I'm saying so it's yes like, I, I like that we started with this challenge this you know of you know being authentic your authentic self that just sets up for continue continuously learning about you and and how you face these things right i don't know that, i just that, cool. no that's so spot on and i think the beauty of these challenges and i think we've been able to take this we've done a 90-day carnivore challenge together we did like a 28-day cold plunge challenge together um i think the beauty of any of these challenges that we have done is that we don't just keep it to the physical like so we don't just we're not just saying oh what is my how is my body changing on a carnivore challenge or how is my um, you know, how, how's my body ch changing on an ice, ice barrel challenge, whatever we did. Um, we're also saying, well, look, how does this affect me emotionally and spiritually? And how can I take these lessons and apply it to other areas of my life? And that's what we're doing with these 21 day challenges, right? It's not just about like, oh, today, stop eating chocolate with the sugar-free challenge and maybe cut out some soft drinks. It's like, why the fuck are you eating sugar? Why are you craving sweetness? Like, what is this? Like, need inside you that needs to be filled that you're looking for this external substance no absolutely i think at 100 i think even you, you know you go into these with a goal and maybe it is physical and you come I'm out of superficial. it right you know like even the ice barrel challenge thing was like you know i was like ah is that gonna help me with recovery and you know like how can i structure it so that i'm not interfering with hypertrophy gains and those types of things and like it didn't become that. It was like, how did this make me feel? Like yeah. dealing with this idea of stepping in this absolutely freezing water, figuring out a way to calm down, breathe through it, have some level of intention going into it. And then how did I feel afterwards with, well, to some extent, like defeating this, you know, this, challenge this dragon set in front of me that like is terrifying you know and how did that carry throughout the day like those are some of the biggest things I learned from cold water versus like how do my muscles feel you know <laughs> how did or I, I lost this amount of body fat or yeah. whatever like the research often can just and that's not great but yeah there's something about well, you know I mean listen we're kind of a little bit off track but it was like I, there was always this amazing quote from Greg right um or, you know, now I'm flipping way back in the CrossFit, but where he said that the, you know, the biggest and most like profound adaptation to training in CrossFit happened between the ears. Yeah. And it's like, well, 
yeah, the physical stuff's amazing, but like, how, do, how, do, how does this translate into what you do every single day outside of the gym? Like, oh, we should have Greg, we should have Greg on as a guest. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, I'm sure he would oh, be over to. Um, okay, let's bring it back. So yesterday we discussed up to day three, correct? Mm-hmm. So day four was, the theme for day four was, it was based on Eckhart Tolle or Tolle, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. His quote, instead of asking, what do I want from life? Rather ask, what does life want from me? Yeah. And it's that shift away from the self-centered, very um, like isolating view of myself in the world or yourself in the world at rather making it bigger and saying, well, you know what? I mean, I don't want to play small anymore or I shouldn't play small anymore because I have these gifts and these talents and these um, strengths that I should be sharing with the world. And what is keeping me from doing that? Yeah, that's interesting. I know it's, 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 it's a difficult question, but at the same time, it's probably pretty easy. At least in my Okay, mind. so what are your unique gifts and talents? Because to me, okay, was it that was, that, that, that's tough. what's hard. That's I a know. hard question. Can I, you what the hell and wait, can you share it? Can you share it openly on this forum? Where you know, even I was, if, yeah, tell I me. think so. I, I don't know because you know it was one of those things where like I had a lot of trouble with like what are your unique gifts and talents that you possess? Like I I don't know. What? I don't know. I mean, I think like, as I don't know if it's like a gift or talent. Like I, these are like. Oh, you're so hard on yourself. Okay. So what's a, what is one? Let me know if I, if I'm being honest, like, well, I feel like I'm fairly intelligent, right? Like you're so not the smartest person, but I'm okay in there. Uh, I don't know that that's unique. Um, I have a desire to help others, but that's not a talent. That's like, or a skill or a gift, you know? So what are my gifts and unique talents? Gosh, do you really have to like overanalyze it so deeply? Everything. I'm a, oh, I will overanalyze absolutely everything. Well, I thought I had a crazy head when it comes to analyzing, overanalyzing stuff. Oh. My fear here was more not in being like how unique or whatever. It was like, oh my God, I feel so shameful to acknowledge this externally to people because what if they think I'm egotistical or um full of myself or you know it's that shrinking back that I don't want to make anybody else feel uncomfortable because I am I am showing up as myself authentically Mm, yeah no and I think there's definitely some of that there and I think that's a yes like I, I think there's some of that there but at the same time I think I I I overthink the question. Yeah, you totally it's probably, did. It's probably very easy. It's probably very easy, right? But I'm like, you know, I am very literal, like to a fault where like, okay, you're saying a unique gift and talent. That is something that most people don't have. So and then I'm like, okay, well, I don't know, you know, like. Okay, Mike. What are your gifts and talents? They do not have to be unique because I don't know if you are right. There may not be anything 
unique about any specific talent. I think what makes us unique <laughs> as individuals is the combination of those. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. So, Mike, what are your gifts? Well, go through yours. Go through yours. What are yours. your favorites? Go through yours. Let's hear yours. No, I'm too shy. I can't. That's why I have to ask you first. My favorite talents. My favorite talents. Well, I'm not extremely talented. Oh, gosh. Uh, you are killing me. Like what? Like I, I can <laughs> do CrossFit size. workouts well sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. You need to dig deep. I can give you a hundred million things that I can see in you, but this is not for me to point out. This is for you to dig deep and find. Yeah. Because a talent, you know, I think I'm, I struggle with the word talent, but I would say some things that I think have served me well. And served others well, right? And served and other, same... others well. So I right. think like, you know, one, I have this deep desire to help other people who have a really intense like passion for health and fitness. Obviously that goes partially with number one. And then three, I think a a willingness to learn and grow. And I think like I have tried to make it a point in life to be rigid where I have to, but flexible enough to learn and change and grow. Is that like discipline and persevere? No. no, I'm not sure. Okay, we don't that. we don't have to we don't have to label it. <laughs> well done. <laughs> but you know, like so, that's where I get hung up is on like terminology. I I have a hard time <laughs> with that kind of stuff, and I will think myself completely out of out of it. Like I'm super literal. It's very hard for me. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm all feeling and not anything else. <laughs> well, this is, it, I, you know, it's pretty funny you say that because I was thinking back to the prior conversations we've had. And I'm like, we have such an interesting um, dynamic? dynamic indifference in like <laughs> explanations and answering questions. You know what I mean? It's pretty funny. <laughs> it is funny. It is. I mean, and it's weird. I think. Because we are so similar in so many ways. Totally. I mean, we have the same birthday. Same exact, exact birthday. Same birthday, year, everything. Um, I mean, not that that necessarily means much, but... Nah, it depends on who you're talking to, right? <laughs> well, if you talk to the astrologers That's what there, I mean. <laughs> you and I show up uh, in very similar ways, for sure. Um, so for me, with my unique gifts and talents... I, you know, this was really, this was a, this is right now a very uncomfortable space for me to be in. To you sit like, here, I yeah. feel so fucking vulnerable. Like there's, I would rather do anything than sit here and tell you what I think about myself. You'd rather tell myself. other people how good they are. Yeah. And, and you their know, talents and, and, and you know me, I will be, no, I will I go up to anyone and be like, oh my God, you're so gorgeous. I love you. You're amazing. No, you deserve I, the yeah. best. But I'm saying that because I've seen and heard you in those scenarios. Like, yeah, you're really good at doing that. But yeah, you you have to turn it around now. Let's hear it. I can't. I. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so not going to get past day four, question one. 
Oh my God, this is so uncomfortable. So, so uncomfortable. Okay. <sighs> this is what I wrote down. I'm just going to have to read it to you because it's so fucking hard. Okay. Do it. Just read it. Read it as if you're telling someone else. I am telling you. No, about them. That's what oh I mean. God. Okay. Oh my God. I love that. Actually, I sometimes have to do that with, and here's me avoiding the question still. <laughs> I sometimes have to do that with, um, how I treat myself. I have to be like, in this scenario, how would you treat your best friend? And you're talking to like a that? best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. yeah. Well, okay. What are you doing now? Okay, so this is, this is, these are things that I've heard from other people. So mm. I'm so scared of like acknowledging myself. This is awful. That's going to be good. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> and you have no, no patience with me right now. Okay, my unique gifts or talents. I am like sunshine in human form. I bring joy, love, fun, enthusiasm. I'm great with people and relationships. I genuinely care deeply and want to make a difference in other people's lives. I want to be their best and greatest cheerleader. And I am able to inspire in that way. That's it. I love that. And I would agree 100% with all that. And I also just, I just love the differences and how we explain things. It is so good. Ugh. You're like, I'm like, I'm like a boring, like manuscript that goes into a peer reviewed journal. You know what I mean? It's like, take out all of the fluff and just the most it's actually boring, present. Right. <laughs> oh it's so good and i, I bedazzle everything right it's amazing it's so good that was awesome thanks that was really hard thank you for pushing me to do that yeah yeah okay what do you feel called to do in this world i think there's i think i think i think i think i think i, I think because when I think about what I had said before, and it's like health and fitness and help others and all those different things. I don't think that's necessarily what we're called into the world or, you know, how do you, how did you say that? I feel called to do or be in this this world. world. I don't know that that's what I'm supposed to do in the world. I think I'm, able to do those things if i think what we're called to do in the world uh-huh. is take like some level of responsibility for ourselves and be like it doesn't matter what it is i remember talking to god what's his name um the sod father dude what, what was his name i always forget his name peter Which one? peter um goodness gracious talked to him at uh what father Sod father. He's the guy that did, he does like all the agriculture stuff. Peter. Oh, what's his I have no name? idea what you're talking about. I literally do not know this person. You, you do because he's super funny. It was a great conversation. I might. Oh, Peter Ballasted. Ballasted, right? And we were talking and he was like, look, you know, we can go out there and really try to change how everybody else eats and and works out and like all these things right we can try to change their nutrition and their fitness and all those things but what if everybody just focused on themselves like what if we all just focused on how we eat like our yeah. nutrition and our fitness and think about that like the impact there you know what i mean and it's like it, yes it's it, 
I think you can do both. But I guess my point is, I think we're called into the world to really work on ourselves and be the best version of ourselves, because then I can do whatever the hell I want to do to help people or whatever, whatever my goals are and whoever I think my calling is from that point, it's going to be much easier to achieve. But going after living authentically. Right. Right. So I think like and, and I think what happens is we focus more on that goal and getting there than where we are right now and making ourselves better right now. So that's what I think. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think I love that. the calling is the calling in this world is to make yourself the best version of yourself. And then you can do whatever the hell you want to do. You know, and I think with going with that theme of making yourself the best version of yourself, I think the key there is to strip yourself of all these beliefs and these fantasies and these perceptions and this overthinking. Strip yourself of all those things, but then it's also, I think, some level of acceptance and grace and openness to failure and mistakes and being wrong. Humility. I think those things all yeah and it's an openness to pain and discomfort and struggle and suffering and all these things and on top of that not only being open to it and this is something I had on day five but not only being open to it but gleaning something from it what because le- if you have all those experiences and you're not reflecting and learning something and carrying that on throughout your life then what the hell were they there for 100 percent hundred percent. So what I said was, what do I feel called to do in this world? Share my message, have my voice heard, share this beautiful, messy experience of being alive openly and honestly, and find peace with peace within myself. I mean, it's a much better way to (laughs) somewhat say what I said once again, but yes. Yeah. Totally. It's not like what, I can do for other people yet like to some extent it's really yourself first and then you then you you can do all those things you know but yeah. anyways, that was great awesome I love that um okay the last question for that day was I think how can I use my strengths and passions to make a positive impact on the world around me I think we answered that or yeah. not no I think yeah. so I mean I think oh the one thing I did want to say is what I feel called to do in this world like And I said this the first day we recorded, which was only a couple of days ago. Like, I found some kind of passion in this experience with you recording this podcast and doing this work and sharing it that has filled me in a way that I can't remember the last time I felt passion like this. Yeah, that's cool. So what do you think that is? I think think I'm actually showing up authentically and so and acknowledging myself in this process and by acknowledging myself I'm not needing to look for this external acknowledgement that leads me to feeling immense amounts of anxiety fear shame Mm -hmm. um you know I'm sitting with myself in a way that's kind of uncomfortable but I'm not alone. No, I think that I, I feel I, this experience so far has been, 
Yeah, I think it's been great. I think it's, it is the idea of peeling the curtain back to some extent, right? And yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm pretty comfortable talking in front of people and talking to people, but not about me. No, not at all. I mean, you're, I mean, as you said, you share stuff in, in, in yeah. like a research proposal vibe. <laughs> which is completely the opposite to me because i don't care about data and numbers and so i think that's why we make such a good team because like we're so opposite yeah yet we have the same message that's we just deliver it differently way differently yeah <laughs> i love so it so good okay um moving on to day five you have a lot more we have more Questions no, I, no, I just no. day five is a lot for me. Okay, do it. Do, cool. do the whole, go with it? Um, I want to know. The, the first question. And this was based on Rainer, Rainier Wilde's um, post, right? God, he has some good ones, doesn't he? Oh, you know that I discovered him only two days ago and I sent him a message saying, I just fell in love with you. Maybe a little bit inappropriate, sure, but you know, whatever. Do you remember what the what the 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 message was? His his um the saying. Which one for this? Yeah, for this day. What day is it? Five, right? Yeah, I have it. Um, you do. I believe so. Yeah. Dead space on this podcast. All right. Oh, Nothing I've got more it. attractive than someone who knows themselves and their values, right? Isn't it something about that? It's a, he said, you know, you know what is sexy as hell? Knowing what you're about and knowing where you're going in life, having preferences and perspectives and deep desires, not apologizing for your beliefs and standards, standing up for your values saying them which is what we were doing being a self in this world loving yourself now that's attractive yeah yeah well you know what and that's the thing right so i would think that's the hardest thing to do it's yeah so okay so wait so going to the questions okay and this theme came up yesterday as well who am i what did you what did you write the five words this one was a little bit easier just because like I don't know why it was just easier because it's just easier to pick five words, I guess. Well, who are you? Tell me, who am I? Father, friend, student, and not a student as in like I go to school, but someone who's willing to learn. Athlete, and I think athlete more than just I work out, but I think the idea behind living at least a healthy life is treating yourself to some extent like an athlete right? So sleep, recovery, nutrition, exercise, all those things need to be prioritized. Um, And then I think resilient, because, you know, we've scratched the surface of some of my experiences. And I think my experience, listen, everyone is experiencing very interesting things in their life, but there have been some pretty uh, interesting chapters in this book that, you know, that I've bounced back from or 
gotten through. I think there's still things to work out there, but you know, I, I will say, at least in terms of being resilient, I've had those experiences and I really don't regret any of them, including I the hardest one. I fucking love that. I mean, it's true. You know, I think- I love that. There's, n- as much as you want to work on yourself and it's important to you, like I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be the person I am today without those experiences, right? Like it's just. Yeah. Shape who you are, how you understand life, how you show up. Yeah. Well, and the will, the willingness to look at yourself now and say, Hey, I want to be better is potentially a result of things that you or I have dealt with in the past. Yeah. Right. So. And we've done some really hard things. We really have. Um, so for me, who am I? So continuing on this thread of who I am versus how I want the world to see me. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because of my deep answer. Because I wonder if yours will just be five words or like five phrases that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm really interested in hearing the emphasis. <laughs> okay, okay. When I ask myself who I am, I can list my roles, my masks, my, yeah, my failures and achievements i love how you write i love how you describe it stripped stripped of those who am i stripped of the roles the ones you just listed who am i who are you yeah yeah right that's exactly and where did i start losing myself and so this brings me to this poem of marianne williamson's that i want to read it's called our deepest fear i don't know if you know it I quoted I a so. lot. And I have the tattoo on my ankle, actually. Not the whole <laughs> poem, because, God, it would take up my whole leg. Okay, but here it is. So our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel unsure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Awesome. Fucking beautiful, right? That's absolutely right? amazing. Yeah, one hundred percent. it is so good, Guard. I I love it. It's the. <laughs> I know, right? I wouldn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's just, it's great. You know, like I have five words, and and then you show up with a poem, which is an absolutely amazing poem, and really had some funny you know like it had some um it was related to a lot of what we've already said which is cool yeah you know so yeah i love the meaning of that well, i think the, the big question and why i went there was who am i right <laughs> it's went very deep and far out but essentially who am i who are any of us like we are children of god and i'm not saying god in a religious way but you know, I do have spiritual beliefs. They aren't religious. 
but we are these beautiful beings at our core, each and every single one of us, right? That's who we are. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, from what I understand from hearing that once is I think it is easier to to be less and yeah 100%. identify ourselves with the let's call it the darker sides than you know showing up and, and being bright and yeah, absolutely you know for so much of my life like being an addict and an alcoholic like I got so comfortable in the role of fucking up yeah it and was so easy yeah right but you know what's harder is putting in the effort and putting in the work and 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 showing up and shining. That's harder. Well, and then I and, because it's then, lonelier. Exactly. Well, and it's you. You know, you're way more exposed. It's lonelier. Um. Yeah, I mean, then you 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 are. It's harder to identify yourself as that. Like it's a change in identity. Or coming back to a place of knowing. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. Next one is, um, it was about beliefs and standards. I don't remember the exact question, but this one really stumped me. I'm so curious to hear. We had the core values one. Oh, I, okay. Core values. I was like, well, we just did this. So I, I know what they are, but do you want to go through that one? Um, we know what they are, right? So I think I did, I went through them a lot. Um, we can go to number three. What are the beliefs and standards? Yeah. Why are they important to us? Yeah. What are beliefs? These are hard, you know, these are hard questions because once again, I'm like, okay, what do you mean by beliefs and standards? Well, I'm not going to, but anyways, like to me, it's something that I, will live by is one of them is family first like that's really important to me I don't know if you call that a belief or a standard but I to me you know the my family these are the ones that well they know me the best and they're the ones that have been there for me no matter what and through my 42 years with my family we have dealt with some really interesting situations uh and behaviors from family members that would be seemingly unforgivable like and i won't go into it but if we were to explain these things like you would think how could you forgive a person that was willing to do that to their family and the fact of the matter is like one who else is going to okay but here's my question do you should you tolerate that kind of behavior i don't know what it is tolerance tolerance and forgiveness i think are two different things okay yeah fair enough that makes a ton of sense to me tolerating the behavior when the behavior is taking place is considered being a um it's an enabling behavior to some extent, right? So you can not tolerate that behavior while it's taking place, but forgive the behavior when work is put in and change is made. 
Yeah, totally. I mean, that is having compassion, empathy for people as well, because, you know, you see their behavior as something that can change and it's not the core of who they are. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and I would say I, I think it would be much harder for me to do that with somebody who wasn't a family member. But that's who when somebody is trying to change their life, like who are they going to lean on? And if they don't have support from their own family, like, how, you know, yeah, it's going to be it's just like who who is there to support you through that changing process, regardless of what you did before. You know, you know, so that's that was a big learning experience for me because it wasn't easy to forgive. It hasn't been easy to forgive. But it's something I felt like I had to do. Um, and that comes from that family first principle. Then the other one is just like never stop learning. So those are uh, your beliefs or standards? Never stop learning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and and like I said, I these are very hard. I don't even know what beliefs and standards mean in this regard but it is a belief of mine that like hey you know in terms of never stop learning that change is okay like we are allowed to change as people um i think it's important to be open-minded enough to listen to someone else's point of view and be willing to change and i think that's the preventative factor of being an ideologue to some extent, which, let's be honest, is surrounding us everywhere. Wow. And then I think have faith. I think you have to have faith. I think there are things out there that are unexplainable. Um, they can't be explained. And I think that's okay. They don't have to be. I have a question. It's going to take us in a little bit of a tangent, but whatever. What do you believe? Okay, so with having faith, do you believe we come here and there is some kind of destiny? And what's the role of free will? Um, <laughs> do, <laughs> okay, maybe we should do another episode on just that at some point. Uh, yeah, destiny versus free will. I mean, that's a. Or both. I mean, I think we're all, yes. I, I don't know that there's like destiny where it's like every part of your life is mapped out to the end. Yeah, I agree. I don't believe in that. I think we're all, destined for greatness in, in some regard, whatever, that. but we have the free will to make the decisions to get there or completely fuck it up. And learn the lessons in either space. You can. You can learn there. the lessons, right? And, well, w- and, whichever. It's like that fork yeah. in the road again. Yeah. It's like we and have that choice. Yeah, for sure. And I think we've all probably come across things where it's like, how in the hell did this happen at this time? Like, what are the chances? And you seek for an ex- you seek an explanation. And I think sometimes you have to be okay with Having faith. Having faith. I love that. Those are mine. (laughs) Great. Mine are, this is what happened. This question stumped me so badly. 
It's so I, hard. No, here's the thing. I didn't, I couldn't even answer it. I was like, beliefs, okay, core beliefs. I have my negative core beliefs. I shared them yesterday. At my core, I believe that I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm no one's first choice. Like, I think those are the big three core beliefs that I operate my life according to, right? And what if you just flip those? I know. And that's what I'm trying to do here. So this weekend, I'm going to spend digging into that a little bit and trying to create another belief system by challenging my current one. Mm. Because here's the thing. What are Identifying your values? Our beliefs. Tell, tell me your values. values again. Okay. My values are family, freedom, abundance, abundance, success, and passion. And I really put, I should put security and stability there because it, it's, it's a big one. And it actually came up in the, in the following question, in question number three, those, my, those values and how security and stability should be in my top five. Well, it's interesting because when I read about values, like there's this idea that it is your like subconscious belief system. It's your guidance. Yeah. And, and maybe you can bring some of that to the conscious level. Yeah, totally. Because I'm operating according to these negative beliefs when I don't really need to. Well, that's the fork in the road. That's like the, yeah, it's a impediment to moving forward. And here's because the thing. If your we values just found- guide you and now your belief system is not it's blocking it. Exactly. It's like that we talked about yesterday. It's like getting off track and be, not knowing where the hell you are anymore because you have no guidance. Totally. And so this is like, I'm my own greatest enemy. And I just found the answer to unlocking all success in my life. Well, there you go. Solved. Already worth of a challenge. I know day four and we're so good. And then standards. I mean, you know, what are the rules I set for myself and follow? I don't fucking know, Mike. Yeah. I'm not living a life based on my value system. I don't know my beliefs and I don't know the standards that I want to set for myself. Hmm. I do to a degree. It's kind of wishy-washy, but isn't this something that I want to get really clear on? This is a mission statement for my life. Yeah, for sure. Well, what are your wishy-washy standards? Like, what if you were to just start throwing stuff out there and see if it stuck? What would it be? I I need to do more work on this. My, you know, I'll, I'm just gonna ramble on and just talk shit, but I and I don't want to do that. Okay. I All don't right. want to, you know. I mean, yeah, be nice to people, be respectful, like boring shit that society tells me to do. But like, what does that really mean for me? Because I need a poem. Or some profound writing to describe this. And I don't have it, so it's not good enough. Yeah, it's interesting because I guess like if I pull back the layers there into like, okay, I said these beliefs, and maybe they weren't beliefs, maybe they're more standards, but I guess I can look at that and say, well, I think there's some idea of you know, have empathy, be forgiving. Because grudges suck. And and that's through experience. I've seen what grudges have done to other family members in my family. Well, it's toxic. It's that resentment. It's like drinking the poison and hoping somebody else is going to die. Totally. And then I think when we've talked about this one, like you can't, you have to be able to learn from your experiences. Like you just have to, right? And then not everything needs to be explained. And I think that's an important one for me because I will try to explain everything. Presenting so. that research proposal. <laughs> with the data okay let's move on to the third one because i th- i thought this was going to be a shorter episode but 
I mean, I feel like we we like to talk. This one blew my mind even more. What are my deepest desires? What are yours? They've come up quite a bit, you know. I, but I it made me really think about them. So you know, I desire stability and I you start to think about that or I started to think about that and I'm like okay so what does that mean it means so well of course I want financial stability because that's well that's safety to some extent for my kids and myself but it's more than that like I want emotional and stability and I want stability in a relationship like that goes there too but I also want to uh, like it's because if if that's the sole focus and then you're you're creating this false idea that you are going to protect yourself from life because life is going to be full of failure right it's going to you know it's failure fear pain suffering you know Regret. Regret or, you know, going after something and not getting all those things are are going to happen. So stability isn't avoiding those things. I think it's creating enough of a foundation to get through them and then to appreciate and be fully present in those, you know, call them good or happy times, right? Like, so that's, that's the stability that I want to go after to where those points of failure or those points of pain and those points of suffering aren't completely debilitating and throw me so far off track that I can't get back on. Right. I love that. So because it's easy. Like, it's I've talked about it so much. I started to like get this false idea of like, well, I just want to protect myself from everything. Well, that's stupid because you know you, you need those experiences. Yeah, like you need you failure. You yeah. need suffering. You need pain. Like there's beauty in that for sure. Like if you understand it, like I, what would life what would life be if you never experienced pain, suffering, heartbreak, all those different things? Like how can you appreciate the opposite yes. without those? Yes, I can only experience great joy because I've known great suffering. Totally. So, you know? but but you have to get through the suffering to experience the, yes. the yeah the joy and the and all that stuff that is the opposite of that. You know. So, anyways, I the other that. one is um, I think I think life. My desire is like I I want to continue to live a life full of experiences and adventure to some extent. Uh, I think, I think life requires adventure and we should never stop seeking that. It doesn't have to be adventure. Like you read it in a book, but it's, I don't know. The adventure of doing this. Yeah. Everything can be an event. It's, it's just, it's experiences. The way I see it is like the, the experiences you, you seek that you desire, that you go after, for the most part, are ones with delayed gratification. They're the ones that you need to work for, for, right? 
Like, and, and that could be, I mean, it could be as simple as like, hey, I work and plan for this, to go on this amazing trip and see this amazing thing of beauty and wow, what a life-changing experience. And it could be work in creating a relationship with the person you have experiences with that make them so meaningful. Yeah. And I think like, well, you know, that's something that I want to go after in life. But the other part is, and, and it's, you know, there's always these reoccurring themes, but the other part is, being open to maybe the experiences I don't seek out, but are also extremely impactful and life-changing. And those are the things we talked about. That is being open to pain, being open to discomfort, being open to disappointment, being open to, you know, uh, setting your suffering. life on fire. Exactly. And, but you have to, there needs to, you need to be, well, I need to be open to that have some level of acceptance that those things will happen, but there has to be a lesson learned from it for those to be meaningful, right? Like you, there's something gleaned from it. There's something you learn from disappointment, discomfort, suffering, those types of things that make those meaningful. You know, it's, it's, what did, uh, Victor Frankl had something in his book, um, Gosh, search I, for meaning when he said it was something about like you've got to own own your suffering to some extent is i yeah. think what the the premise of it was yeah and it's like you've got to own it like it, it's not only own it but it needs to be worth something like if you yeah. went through all that and there's and there's you, you know you didn't make it worth the suffering then it's like what the hell is it for but, what was the point and then the other one is, and this is a big one. And this is like, because we said deepest desire. So maybe I don't have this yet, but I need it. And that's like self-love, acceptance, and grace. I think those things have to happen. I think oh, being, yeah, being able to be okay with faults and mistakes. Um, Humility. Giving, yeah, giving yourself permission to like be wrong, fail, make mistakes. And like, that's all right. It's part of this whole thing. And that's, I mean, I think that's the, the core of living authentically. That, yeah. right, that, that. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay, what were my deepest desires? So I took it very superficial, actually. Mm. But then I went deeper, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing that I will grasp for if somebody says to me, your life is great, what do you want? And I will say to be in a long-term committed monogamous relationship. Okay, that is so superficial because when I actually ask myself if I want to be in a relationship, I absolutely do not. Can I think of anything worse than having to share a bed with someone, having to go to sleep at the same time, having to be mindful of waking up and not waking them up? I cannot think of anything worse. There's nothing I want less in this life right now than being in a relationship. Right now. Right now. now. Is this something right you see changing or is this this is this is a pure what i desire right now well no so this is something that i think will mm. lead to this is what i actually want not okay. that this is what i want i want family i want security i want love i want abundance i want connection and i want loyalty that is what i want those are my deepest desires living according to those values are mm -hmm. my deepest desire how i think that's going to manifest 
is limiting me from achieving it. Mm. Because so I you're, am saying you're thinking this that is the solution. Yeah. And I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. The relationship? Yes. To yeah. bring about my values. And it's never, ever going to happen because I'm searching externally for something that needs to be found inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That's interesting that you could break it down that way. Like, okay, relationship, monogamy, this, that, and then pick that apart and say, what is it I really, like, what is that? What do I, because yeah, maybe you do want that in the future, but what do I think that's going to give me right now? Well, that's the thing. And also the thing, the big thing for me is that I have these preconceived ideas of how things are meant to happen in life. And when those don't get met, I feel like I've failed. Oh, well, but, then we're, we're, yeah. With the... <laughs> and here's, here's the thing with the universe and faith and stuff that you were talking about is I need to step back and be open to those needs and those values being met in a way different to the one that I think is going to happen. I am so self-centered in my approach to life and living and experiencing that I'm shutting myself off from so many incredible experiences. Hmm. And here's the thing. So I sell myself a fantasy once again, desperately seeking for meaning and purpose from living according uh, with. So I sell myself a fantasy once again, desperately seeking for the meaning and purpose from living in accordance to my values. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. I don't even know what I wrote. Just wait, wait. Oh, so I sell myself a fantasy once again, desperately seeking for meaning and purpose externally instead of living in accordance to my values from within. Totally. Falling in love. Yes. I mean, that's the thing. It's falling in love with the experience of being alive. As I am right now. It's interesting with this, these exercises because it, I'll write some of these things and this be like, wow, that's it really without doing it purposefully, they end up matching the, those top five values. Right. And those top five values were not things that I listed as my top five. Like, well, here's the top five. I know I'm off my head. Remember I told you that yeah. it was working with Andy and, and, telling stories of times where I felt like things were moving in the right direction and then extracting these common elements and saying, these are your top five. And then you start to see them in all these explanations. And it's like, wow, it's like pretty spot on. It's crazy. It's amazing. My other big one that I always uh, like, which I sit in a lot of fear about constantly is money. So I need to make more money. And actually, you know, when I look at what that means, it, it once again means security, safety, stability, abundance, and fun. Yeah, experience. Yeah, absolutely. Experiences, like having those experiences. And so my question should be, how do I really fill these from within? Yeah, not look, right. So my yes. desire is to live authentically. My desire is to get to know myself. My desire is to fully accept and acknowledge that everything that I want, I already possess. 
Absolutely. You know, and you know, and so it's interesting because then, well, and then the opportunities are endless. And we right? don't have to externalize it. And then, we have well, it. And then, it, and then it's well, and then you're you're at, you're in this. You have this. You're set up, and you have this. You know, call it relationship with yourself that allows you to build stronger and more meaningful relationships with others because you're not looking for them to fulfill those things in you because you already have spot on and then there's like growth together like you grow together you know that's that's a very interesting thing yeah (laughs) super interesting okay we've gone over an hour so i think let's let's end it here and um any closing remarks um no i don't think so i think uh, it's funny because yeah you know like doing this now i feel more relaxed so i need to be answering these questions and really digging into things earlier in the day i think you know there's something about at night when the lights go down you know and it's dark and you write all that stuff out and then it's like it's that existential oh. crisis that I had oh. when I was four. Exactly. What does it all mean? Where, who am I? Um, but no, this has been great. I love it. I love it. I feel it's, honestly like I'm like, my day is done. Like I achieved absolutely everything I want to achieve today. I'm good. It, it's crazy because I, I get to these points when we're talking where I can't really say anything because I'm like processing <laughs> it so much. You know, I'm like, wow, like it just, yeah, it's it's interesting. I just stare off into space and I'm like, wow, my mind is just going nuts. Um, but we'll, we'll hang up and I'll write some stuff down and we'll be ready for the next one. Perfect. Okay, until next time. Awesome. <laughs> oh, wait.